Hi, my name is Mo, and guys, thank you for tuning in to my third episode. In this episode, I interviewed a life coach of mine. His name is Max Moyo. He refuses for me to introduce him this way, but he is a world-renowned life coach. And I met him when I was 19. And in this interview, he talks about the challenges that he went through when he turned 43, losing his job, um, losing his wife, um, and losing his home, and being in debt. Um, it's a little bit of a motivational talk and I hope it helps you get through your day. So, um, in the book, um, Who Moved My Letter, you talk about a little bit of your divorce and how you lost your job. And I want us to talk a little bit about how you felt um, and what you went through and um, if you felt that your life was over at any given point during that time, did you think, man, if I were to just drop dead, <laughs> oh, yes. I would be in such a better place right now? Of course. I mean, the, in fact, uh, particularly, I think the losing, losing the job was not as impactful as the divorce and I think when you when you when you lose your family it has a greater impact mm, at mm. least for me that that had a, a greater impact the way you feel like mm, your mm. life is over mm-hmm. and it's interesting that you bring that concept because actually if you think about it throughout life we go through stages mm. where we feel like our lives are over yeah yeah and one of those experiences is you're young you start dating mm, and mm. you're head over heels in love and this thing just goes pear sharp and you it ends like in over. tears. Yeah, yeah. You think, oh, my life is over. Mm. What's what's fascinating for me, or what's encouraging for me, is that this the thing that made you cry at eighteen, mm. or the thing that made you feel like your life was over at eighteen, if it happens to you now at twenty nine. Yeah, no. It doesn't have the same impact. Thanks for telling Which everybody my it. age. <laughs> <laughs> so, so that shows that as we speak, mm-hmm. and. Um, there was a merger. Yeah. And I uh, woke up one morning. You got to see this in perspective. Five million rands in debt. Oh my God. And unemployed. Because that's what we do. Five million rands in debt. Because that's what we do. You are five million rands in debt. We buy cars. We buy houses. Remember? Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. So some of you who are listening probably have a bond. Yeah, yeah. Which you are paying for. Mm. Then you have a car mm. that you are paying for. Then you got credit cards that you are paying for. Some yeah. of you got overdraft facilities that you are paying for. Student loans that you are paying for. So if you if you add all these things, they they. I mean, if you think about it, that's crazy. If you lost your job today, I'm in a shitload of debt. You're stuck with your house. Yeah. Car. Do you get the picture? Yeah. So that that was me. Mm. So you wake up and boom, and you cannot see the other side of the doors because yeah. I, di- I, I don't know what they're going through. Yeah. But I think a lot of times all you're say all you're really going through is I just want this to go. Just yeah. this pain. If only I could take that pain away. Mm. And yeah, so so I suppose the challenge is how did I move from there mm. to in other words, how did I cross that that bridge? The unemployment and the divorce bridge. So, so what was interesting is that so I spent a year at home, mm. unemployed. Mm-hmm. After a year, I then got a job. That's yeah. when I moved to Alan Gray. Yeah. And 
A year after I got a job, then my wife asked for a divorce. Now that knocked me. Oh my God. Uh, that's when, you know, they say it knocks Were you too broke for her? No, 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 no. But how many, I mean, she uh, hung on for quite a long time. Yeah, so no, no, no. I, th- I think it's, it's, it's easier. People might think, no, people, relationships. I believe that relationships end for whatever reason, whatever reason the parties are going through. Mm. A lot of times, um, one party might feel this is not working for them because they're going through stuff. Yeah. And a lot of times we don't know what they're going through. So mm-hmm. I, uh, people have always asked me, do you think she left because you were, no, no, it wasn't that. But it's also hard to accept it's, at it's, the end of a relationship yeah, like no, that. It's, it's, it's particular, I think when we're married, it's even worse. Mm. But we have to, so, so one of the lessons that I, I learned from my experience is that one, a relationship takes two people yeah, and it can end because of what the other person might be going through mm, and mm. not because they wake up in the morning and think how can i hurt this person yeah trust me pain and life go together so i remember um i think i was still younger and i went through a breakup with um <laughs> we're not gonna say his name <laughs> and um, i was so heartbroken I remember walking out, um, I think you were in Midrand at the time. I was walking out, you are walking me out and you said to me, Mo, listen, you are going to cry. Like it's gonna hurt. Like it's absolutely gonna hurt. And you need to give yourself that time to feel that hurt. But then you need to remember that you need to get over it, eh? You can't cry forever. At some point, you're going to have to forget about that boy and you're going to have to move on. Yes. Yeah. And that's the challenge. The, 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 the challenge is because some people say, you know, just pretend, you, you can't pretend like it's not happening. No, you can't. We're emotional beings. Mm. We're going through the pain. So what? Embrace the pain. Yeah. Feel it. And then get over it. <laughs> I think that's the part that hurts. I think it's the part that we're so unwilling to accept. Because we Get want over it. You know what it is? We want to wallow in our misery. Yeah, we do. Mm, but now we're, lo- we're looking for excuses and, to and, waste and, time. And you know, you know, sometimes people like you and I will will talk like this, and we look like we've got it figured figured out. Yeah. And I've always said this: you can get hurt today and get over it, and in. And getting on the relationship, let's say after two years, mm. and and it ends in tears, and, and that stuff <laughs> that stuff hurts like like you've never you can't say well I've been through this now no I know. no so no. so it would still felt like but why why did he have to go that's an interesting one yeah so I often say we tend to overestimate yeah. the value of what we have. Yeah. And underestimate the value of what we might get if we moved on. Yeah, yeah. That's why people hold on to you can lose a job you hate and be broken. Yeah. You yeah. hated waking up every morning and going to that job. Yeah. Now you're losing it and you're crying about it. Yeah. You have a relationship where you're crying every day. But that same morning you are like, I freaking hate this place. I can't believe I'm going there. Yeah. And they tell you you're fired, you're like, oh my god. So we, we we have a tendency to, and you see that at funerals. 
I mean, the dude that died was useless. I mean, he was completely useless. You don't, you never go to a funeral and hear people saying, no, yeah, this guy was useless. No, 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 no. No. Nice things to say. What an amazing man. We overvalue what we have and underestimate the value of what we might get. And that's why we stay in situations that are not good for us. Yeah. So the pandemic has happened. Mm. The other side of this is that we, and this is what's the problem with our mind. You see, our mind wants to, it wants to put meaning mm. to the pain. Yeah. So, so we, 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 we then tell a story. Mm. around the pain. Mm. He left me. I've been rejected. I'm not good enough. Yeah. No, no, no. Yeah. The, point, the truth is he left. That's the truth. That's he it. left. That's it. Yeah. True. Everything else is your mind. It's a story you tell yourself around it. My mind is overworked. So, so, so you've been retrenched. Mm. Oh no. The company is closed. You worked for. That's a fact. Yes. Everything else is a story you put around it. Mm, mm, mm. And it is what hurts us is the stories that we put. Yeah. That, that, that Because we need, the mind wants to explain. Because we need to explain the pain. Mm, yeah. mm. So we explain that now, and, and you know, you know black people and, and witchcraft. <laughs> <laughs> that, you think about the concept of witchcraft. Explaining, no, it's my aunt who doesn't like me. That's why I lost the job. So, you know, if, if you step back and accepted the fact that actually there's nothing that is permanent in life. Or oh, those who are retrenched are going through their season of retrenchment. We are on share, remember yeah, that? Yeah, yeah. We've been on share. Yeah. We, we are fortunate that now we are not retrenched, but the person who's retrenched now, they're going through that process. Mm. And, and I think the, 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 the message there is that, yes, it's painful. It's gonna hurt like hell. Make no mistake about it. Yeah, yeah. But after it, it has hurt, mm. the hurt will stop. Yeah. Life will continue. Yeah. The choices, so the decisions then that you make, you have to make some decisions around, okay, what am I going to do? There are people who are stuck with, the, maybe the, the, the bank has not taken the house yet. <laughs> uh, and, and We're so, still avoiding them phone calls. Yeah. So, you know, you should, by now, maybe you should have put a, you know, someone to rent the place. Yeah. There, there are all sorts of things that you can do. The thing that helped me when I was going through my drama, Grow up in the village is nice, you know that? Uh, yeah, I don't know about that. You wouldn't know because you didn't. Uh, I, mean, I did grow up in the village. So let me tell you what. So I remember telling myself after I went, after I finished yeah. feeling sorry for myself, <laughs> after I finished mopping around, after I finished all the drama that I was, you know, throwing. Is this the divorce? Yeah, both the divorce and the, and, 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 and the, 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 the job. I didn't ask my. Then I said, Can I ask you something, mm -hmm. Maxine? I've never asked you this. Mm -hmm. Did you ever beg for her? Like call her continuously like a psycho person? <laughs> because I mean, I think it's something that we experience nowadays. I mean, I know you're a little older now, but <laughs> did you ever like pick up the phone? Oh, please don't leave me. I, th I, think, I think when a relationship ends, you are going to do that. So did you do it? Yeah, I did. I asked. I mean, obviously, I think when you're married, it's even worse because you, you, you're going to try and, 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 and say that. Yeah. Um, until I, and then it was, then I came to, when I, once I realized that this is it. She's uh -huh. not gonna change her mind. Yeah. Then I made the next decision that says, okay, this part, this part of my life is over. Next. And the moment- It takes a lot to get to that. The moment I made that decision, everything changed. 
So no more emotional tantrums. There's no feeling sorry for yourself and and, yeah. and and because you can act very stupid when you're going through that. You do you dumb can. things. Oh my god. You do dumb things. You do dumb things. Been through. I mean, apart from. I mean, I remember you gave me a prayer book. Damn, that thing got me through the most. But um, what helped me the most was making a decision. And it was not a decision I made on one day. I had to continuously make a decision that I am not going to feel like this anymore. That's it. And I am going to do something about it. Even if I did not know what I was yes. going to do about it, yes. I decided I'm not going to feel like this anymore. Because life is short. And I'm not going to let this particular thing just control everything like every single thing i'm a mom i'm a sister you know i'm a daughter i'm not gonna let losing my job impact everything else and then possibly kill myself because of that you know i always thought about every single time i go through something bad and i feel like hanging up a rope um i always thought about the day that my mom or my dad would find out what had happened to me and if they knew what I was going through, what would they think? And let's say the tables were turned and I found my sister hanging. What would I think? And if she's, if the note said, I lost my job, I'd be like, the hell? You gonna lose your job and hang yourself? I would always do that. Put myself completely out of that situation and try and see it as somebody else. And that problem would become the tiniest thing it would still hurt as much, but it wouldn't be as big. It's not the end of the world. It's not the end of the world, and it's not the end of my life. Uh, I promise you, the loss of my job and the loss of my marriage were the, were the, were the catalyst for the books you find today. Yeah. So actually, that was a blessing. Yeah. Because it, it, it shaped, the pain shaped me Mm. to be able to then help other people deal with and make sense of their own lives. Yeah. And that's when I discovered that everything that happens in your life is working and pushing you towards that which you were born to do. Yeah. And, and in order to become effective, there is pain we have to go through, just like metal has to be put you know, in the fire before you can shape it into a spoon or or a knife or whatever you you gotta put. So the same with us. Mm, mm. Think about your child. To learn to no, let's just start with the teeth. Ugh. The first set of teeth. You remember that putting all that powder on them because that was the worst thing ever. But you don't say no, 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 no. Then I'm, this this thing of pain. No, 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 no. I'd rather not have teeth. No, you don't do that. You, you, encourage, <laughs> you encourage your child to take the pain so she can have teeth. Then she's learning how to walk. Yeah. She walks and she falls and knocks the floor and it hurts. Mm. It hurts. And for you, for you as mothers, it You can hurts. feel you, it. You can feel it. But I mean, you know, as a parent, you can feel that. Yeah. What do you do? You encourage your child to take the pain because you know the more he falls, yeah. the sooner he can learn to run. Yeah. I don't know what happens when we become adults. When we become adults, suddenly 
pain is something that needs to be avoided. There's a script. We we learn about the script in education when we go through school. There's a script. That if you go to school, get a degree, work hard, you know, move up the corporate ladder, live happily ever after. Yeah, it get married, have kids. It doesn't exist. It doesn't exist. It's one of the biggest lies that you can ever get. Often, often I tell people uh, that every morning I wake up and I ask myself, where is my pain? And if I find that there's no pain in my life, then I go and create pain for myself. Because it's easier to create pain for yourself than to wait for Mother Nature to create the pain for you. Yeah. How do you create pain for yourself? By setting yourself audacious goals. Pushing yourself to be better every day. Mm. Pushing yourself to do something different every day. Reading a new book. Listening to a podcast. Making a podcast. <sighs> you know, all this stuff. If you do that, then you're constantly forcing yourself to go into, uh, into discomfort. Yeah. So then the discomfort that comes... So you know your job is not permanent. Mm-hmm. You know your relationship is not permanent. Mm-hmm. You know your parents are not going to be there forever. Yeah. You these are things that we need to the economy is not going to stay the same yeah summer is not going to be here forever <laughs> we are going to it winter. should be damn it yeah. so, so, so once we accept that our lives are constantly going through changes mm. then we are not at once we stop being attached to the way things are mm. we are prepared to that this can change anytime yeah then i don't i don't uh, here's what i call it the death of attachment is the birth of pure bliss. You wouldn't have gotten the job you have now if you had not been retrenched. You probably would have sat there, you would have looked for a new job, you would have been... We, we, we underestimate what we've already achieved. Everything you, you do today, you learned from scratch. Yeah. That's how power, that's, that's your ability to learn new skills is unlimited. You read, you write, you yeah. do you know, all this. So if you've lost your job, you've lost just one part of what you are used to doing. Mm. There's nothing stopping you from learning a completely new skill and yeah. becoming brilliant at it. Yeah. Maybe write your story, write your painful story. So instead of sitting at home feeling sorry for yourself while you're crying, write the book. By the time you finish crying, you now have a book that can help other people to go through. Maybe it's just a diary that's, that, that, that is recording what your each day is going like. Your pain, I often tell people, your money is trapped in your pain. Don't let me preach. You know, I'm <laughs> looking at you and I feel like I'm sitting in a sermon. I almost said, hallelujah. <laughs>